Well, I know today is the day after Christmas, but I couldn't let this Mindset Monday go without focusing on the last name of Jesus that I share in the Facebook community. If you're not in the Facebook community, go get over there. It is such a sweet community. And every day so far from the 1st to the 25th, I shared a a name of Jesus and a scripture. And today we're talking about his name, Jesus. And there is such power in the name of Jesus. And I cannot wait to unpack this just a little bit and set your mind right as we start this new week, this last week of 2022. Hey, Kingdom Builder, welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you miss that promotion again? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. I pray that your Christmas, your Christmas day yesterday was wonderful, that you were able to enjoy the day and take some time out and really focus upon the true meaning of Christmas. As mamas, right, we spend so much time preparing, wrapping, and, you know, cooking and cleaning and getting all of these things done, 99% of which I have not done this year, and I'm not complaining about it. There's a lot of upsides to having a fire. (laughs) But typically, we're running around and we're doing all the things, right? And it can get so, or it can be so easy to get caught up in it. And let's just pause for a moment. And maybe your Christmas is still going. Like, you know, you've got extra Christmases, you know, with different family members and whatnot. But I love that. It gives us yet another opportunity to celebrate. And today we're going to focus on the name Jesus. There is no greater name than the name of Jesus. Jesus. And Matthew 121 says, she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus. And it would be awesome if that were it. Like, oh, how cool. You're going to know what to name your son, that it's going to be a boy. Like they didn't have ultrasounds, right? But then after this, what does it say? For he will save his people from their sins. Yes. And amen. Hallelujah. Like I cannot exalt and honor what our God, what Jesus did for us. 
She will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. That's Matthew 121. And the name of Jesus means God is salvation or the Lord is salvation. He came as a baby. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but you've had babies and you think, okay, like they're cute and everything, but they're not going to save us from anything, right? We're the protector. Like we're the one who, who has to come around them and, and take care of them. And how gracious of our great God to send his son in this unassuming form, right? There are people who are still looking for the savior and we know he's it. He's come. The name of Jesus brings so much power. I can remember back when I was in college and which was a long time ago, I had actually graduated and I was uh, working on my teaching credential. If you didn't know, I was an elementary school teacher. And as I was working on my teaching credential, I had to take this class. I can't remember if it was like a psychology or a philosophy or it was something in the, you know, ology type philosophy type classes thinking, you know. And I I don't remember the ins and outs of it, but there was a heavy focus upon oppression and the, the, the discrimination that could potentially be had depending upon your gender, your race, you know, all of these things. And we would have to read these articles that honestly, they were... It was a little embarrassing to read in public. Like I would go to the gym and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I got to cover the title of this because if somebody walks by and sees this, uh, they're going to have a lot of questions, you know? So I would, I would totally cover it up. Anyways, besides the point, the professor wanted to meet with, meet with each student on a one-on-one basis. And most of the students in this class were undergraduates. But because of my credentialing and, you know, requirements that come of that and you have to check the boxes, this was a class that I needed. So I was on the older side, you know, all of like 22 or something. And so I was like, great, I'll meet with her. That's fantastic. I knew from the get-go that we were on very opposite sides um, in a lot of things. And we sat down and I was like, this is great. I love talking to different people, uh, different beliefs, different everything, right? It's a great opportunity for me to learn about other people. And I don't remember our whole conversation and it was rather short, but I do remember her asking me if as a white woman, yes, I'm white and I'm a female, if I had ever been discriminated against. And I was like, I have no idea. I pretty much am the type of person that just does what I need to do. And I don't really look to the left or to the right. Like I just keep going. So sure, I'm sure there's people that have been rude and discriminated against me, but I just, I just kind of don't care. I didn't, it wasn't big enough for me to notice. Right. But I did tell her, I said, you know, the one way I do know I have been discriminated against is as a Christian. Because anytime I want to bring up the name of Jesus, people are offended. People don't like that. And I get shot down. And to her credit, we again had very different beliefs. To her credit, she said, I can understand that. And I'm sorry. And 
I appreciated that. And it was really at that moment that I realized how much power was in the name of Jesus. We know that. I grew up in a very sheltered world. Everyone I knew was a Christian for the most part. I went to a private Christian school. Not that everyone was a Christian, but you know, you surround yourself in this kind of Christian bubble. And so I didn't have a lot of opposition um, religiously and spiritually. So to have realized this, that in my college career and in work and in different ways, when I bring up the name of Jesus, people get offended. And that's not on accident because there is so much power in the name of Jesus. And I pray, I pray more than anything in this world that you know that Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Our pastor was really sweet. We we went to our Christmas Eve Eve service last night. So I'm still in a hotel trying to find time to get all my stuff recorded and whatnot and kick people out has been very minimal. And so here I am on Christmas Eve actually recording this. We went to our Christmas Eve Eve service. And I loved what my pastor said. He said, you know what, there's a couple different groups of people here. There's those who, you know, come, they understand who Jesus is, um, and, and they maybe believe all of it. They come on Christmas, they come on Easter, and that's kind of the extent of their interaction with Jesus. And then there's those other people that are like, nope, I've been burned by Christians. I've been offended by Christians. They've, you know, all of the things. He said, I want you to take a minute and to look at what Jesus has done for you. How has he offended you? Look deep into that. And then he gave out um, the Gospel of John to anyone who wanted to take that and read it. And he mentioned that there are five things that keep people from a relationship with Jesus. And while I love Jesus, and I, I have a relationship with Jesus. I could see myself in each of these. And I would really encourage you to see where you're allowing these different things to get in the way and obstruct your relationship with Jesus. And he went through these five, and I'm just going to name them off quickly. And I want to see how the Holy Spirit pricks your heart on each of these. But it's our self. Self. Us. We, ourselves, keep ourselves from a relationship with Jesus for whatever reason. There's a million different reasons, right? Significance. We have this desire to be significant. And we talk a lot about success, right? Here on this podcast, we have we, we talk about business. And there's not anything wrong with any of these in and of themselves. But when it becomes and crosses over that line to obstruct our relationship with Christ, that's when we need, we need to take a, a serious look at it. Number three is stuff. When he talked about stuff, he talked about the things that we hold on to. You know, we've added closets and we've added, um, you know, storage spaces and we've added, we have our garages and my kids and my husband and I, we all looked at each other and we're like, well, we lost a bunch of stuff. And I have to tell you, it's been incredibly freeing that a lot of that stuff is just gone. Sure. It hurts when I look at those pictures, uh, you know, the actual pictures of my, my babies, but it's stuff. And how much of that stuff was taking up space in my mind, not only physical space in my home, but how much of it was congesting my mind and keeping me from the relationship the Lord wants me to have with him. Number four is sin. 
How is our sin keeping us from a relationship with Christ? What is the Lord pricking on your heart right now that you need to confess and repent before him? And number five, swamped. If you've listened for any length of time, one of the first episodes I did was something about being busy. Like we have this love affair with busy. And I don't know if it transcends countries, but I know in the United States, we wear the word busy like a badge of honor. And how many times do we say yes, 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 and fill up our plate so we're so swamped that we don't have time for a relationship with Jesus? Or what we do carve out is so minimal that it's it's not, it, we can't even call it a relationship. Five things, self-significant stuff, sin, and swamped. Where is the Lord pricking your heart right now? His name is Jesus. And there is power in that name. And I am so glad, I am so glad that she bore a son and called his name Jesus because he has and will continue to save his people from their sins. Friend, if you go check out the blog, I have a blog post up and at the very bottom, I share a song by Phil Wickham and it's called His Name is Jesus. And you can you can listen to it and you can read the lyrics. It's amazing. I'm going to read some of them to you. The king is in the room. Come see the scars of love upon his hand. The king is in the room. We'll watch the darkness flee at his command. Who is the king? Who is the king? His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Light of the world. There's freedom in his name. Awesome in power. Reigning forever. Light of the world. There's freedom in his name. Dear Gracious Father, I pray that every person who is listening right now would know the freedom that comes in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.